I like to report encouraging Catholic news when it comes through, and a great thing happened this past weekend that I have not seen reported in the United States. Pope Francis, as you know, went to Budapest, Hungary, also Slovakia, and there was a lot of talk about the political dimensions and Viktor Orban and Hungarian policies, but what a lot of people don't know happened was a massive Eucharistic procession, estimated 200 to 300,000 people. I've been in Eucharistic processions of several hundred people. This is two to 300,000 people in a procession to honor our Lord Jesus Christ in the Holy Eucharist. I often say we must take, take up space in the public place. Our enemies, the cultural enemies who want to promote all kinds of wickedness, are often in the streets. They have parades. They have demonstrations. They take over whole sections of cities. We Catholics used to do the same thing, and in Hungary, they're doing it. 200 to 300,000 people having a Eucharistic celebration, a procession. So I'm going to run um, some video of this, but I'm also very blessed to have a audio recording from His Excellency Archduke Edward von Habsburg, who is the ambassador of Hungary to the Holy See and the Knights of Malta, I believe. And uh, I reached out to him and he sent an audio file explaining what happened. So he's the ambassador from Hungary to the Holy See. Um, he's also the, let me see if I get this correct, the great, great, great grandson of the emperor Franz Joseph. I'm a coin collector. I have some coins with Franz Joseph. So it's amazing that Archduke Edward Habsburg is his great, great, great grandson of Austria, uh, Archduke Edward of Austria. So I'm going to run this clip now with uh, Archduke Edward explaining what happened, and then uh, I'll make some comments at the end. So let's take a look. Well, I'm actually very thankful that you ask about this Eucharistic procession, because in the last days, during the papal visit and afterwards, I had the impression that most uh, journalists were only interested in the political side of the visit. Uh, Pope Francis and Viktor Orban, did he criticize him or not? And what sort of went lost a bit was the fact that this was a Eucharistic Congress. And um, I have to honestly tell you that before this Congress began, I was expecting a feast of faith, presentations, testimonies, people from all over the world coming to Hungary. All of that I expected. But I was deeply touched and deeply taken by what happened on Saturday evening which reminded us and the world that this was a Eucharistic Congress, World Eucharistic Congress. That evening, hundreds of thousands of Hungarians and guests from all over the world descended into the roads of Budapest, streets of Budapest, and walked in silence and in prayer, in singing with candles, following the Blessed Sacrament through the center of Budapest. As it was done, for centuries all over the world, but as it has become very rare nowadays. And uh, it was incredibly touching. And many Hungarians sent out pictures from that. They were touched. You could tell one of them wrote, if God is with us, who is against us? And things like that. And sent a picture from that march. 
But I think the strongest summary of what happened that evening came, uh, I got that the next morning when I stood at the airport waiting for Pope Francis to arrive in Budapest, as he graciously did, and he was very generous with us on that wonderful day um, in Budapest on Sunday. But before he arrived, I, I talked to Nuncio Michael Blume, an American compatriot of yours, a seasoned diplomat and a wonderful man uh, who knows Hungary very well by now. And, um, and he told me he was moving along with the procession and he had never in his life seen anything like this. And uh, he said, he looked to the left and the right. Yes, there were, there were restaurants where people were sitting. But beside them on the road, there were people kneeling when the Blessed Sacrament walked by. And he said it was deeply, deeply touching. And you know, sometimes it needs somebody from outside to make you, you understand that your country has just experienced a great, great moment. I mean, Hungary is under the same threat as many of the more Western European and other countries, threat of secularism, you know, um, declining numbers of attendance in church. And Cardinal Erdo a few weeks ago gave an interview where he said he hopes that the Congress can be a rebirth for uh, Hungary in faith. And uh, in fact, uh, I think this has happened. This has happened. I think that we got a, a jump start from God. I mean, of course, especially because Pope Francis came and that got the entire nation to their feet. But a jump start from God through the power of the Blessed Sacrament. A whole city has seen what it means to have the Blessed Sacrament on the roads. I'm still quite trying to, to grasp what has happened that day um, in Budapest. But it was quite extraordinary. Quite extraordinary. And he gave me lots of hope for the future of the church. How truly beautiful and wholesome it is to see so many people in the streets, kneeling down, processing with Jesus Christ at the head. They had incense before him, um, coming together as a nation to honor Jesus Christ. And I think this is a great example to other nations. You know, I would love to see in America, yes, we have beautiful and enormous pro-life uh, conferences, gatherings, meetings, even in D.C., I would love to see us somehow in the United States if we could do a 200 to 300,000 person Eucharistic procession. And that goes for all the nations. Let's see the Irish do it. Let's see the French do it. Let's see the Nigerians do it. Uh, Mexico. We need to take up space. We need to publicly honor Jesus Christ as an act of reparation to the Blessed Sacrament, to the Sacred Heart, uh, and also just to declare to a, a secular world and a secular society that we honor Jesus, and he's here with us in the Blessed Sacrament. So thank you so much to uh, Edward Habsburg for uh, this, this great audio file of, of what went on, and I hope those images inspire us, lay people, priests, bishops, cardinals, popes, to take up space, to get out in the streets with our Lord Jesus Christ and say, behold the man, behold the King of Kings. Uh, thanks for watching. And I think we'll close up with a, uh, we'll pray a Hail Mary in uh, asking Our Lady to extend 
in our hearts the reign of Jesus Christ. Oremus. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in molieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, or pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc editor mortis nostre. Amen. And in thanksgiving for the Eucharist, we pray, Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicuterat in principio et nunc et semper, et in secula seculorum. Amen. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. All right, friends, thanks for watching. Make sure you're praying the rosary every day. We can't always pull off a Eucharistic procession. But we can always pray the rosary every day. So pray the rosary every day or you're not on the team. And remember, our Lord Jesus Christ says you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless and Godspeed.